Hey guys, my name is Nora Franch and welcome to the podcast, Grateful Blessed Mess, daily reflections for those in the 12 steps. I am a fellow 12-stepper and certified mindset coach, and I am here to introduce you to the value of mindset coaching in your 12-step journey. So if you feel like you are stuck in the steps, if you're slipping and sliding with your abstinence, mindset coaching may help you as it did me, and you can find me at catholicmindsetcoaching.com. These episodes are meant to invite you in to consider the truths of 12-step wisdom and to join in the very real struggle of living them in action. I hope that it feels almost like a mini meeting, and I invite you to contribute your own share on the Grateful Blessedness Facebook group to keep the discussion going. My comments are based on my own experience, so feel free to take what you like and leave the rest. But my hope is to encourage you on your own daily 12-step journey. As they say, you cannot stay clean on yesterday's shower. So without further ado, let's begin. Hello, hello. We have here May 9th in Daily Reflections, page 138, Walking Through Fear. If we still cling to something, we will not let go. We ask God to help us be willing. And that's actually from the big book, Alcoholics Anonymous, page 76. That part, if we cling, the word cling really stuck out to me. If we still cling to something, we will not let go. And obviously they're referring to something other than God. You know, something probably our disease. If we're still clinging to something that is not our higher power, something that's holding us back in our recovery, then it tells us to ask God to be willing, to help us to be willing, to be willing to be willing. (laughs) That's usually where I start. But that word cling really stuck out to me and something that I've found to be really helpful in my own life, my own spiritual journey and interior life development, making sense of the world really is to look up the definitions of words and the etymology of words, especially words that really jump off the page at me. So I did look up cling and I know personally when I think of cling, I think of like like sticking to something or like clutching really tight, you know, that just like, I just don't want to let go where like someone has to pry my fingers off of something. And I mean, that's a pretty intense image, you know, just like digging your fingers into something. And especially in this image where it's something that is not helping you, not loving you, not helping you love yourself or others. Um, you know, that's, that's not something we want to be clutching tightly to, I guess clutching is the, is, yeah, that image that comes to mind. And so when I looked it up, there's, you know, there's multiple definitions for the word, but the one that really jumped out at me was to adhere as if glued firmly, glued. Like I think of, you know, there's that, I'm not good with my Bible, but there's that biblical phrase, you can't have two masters. Jesus says you can't love both God and mammon. You cannot, you know, in the big book, half measures availed us nothing. That to me is what this hearkens to. It is that, that if we are clinging to anything that is not recovery, and by recovery, I mean abstinence, sobriety, God, higher power, tools, steps. If we are not, if we are clinging to anything that is not that, until we let go absolutely, to quote the big book again, we, we cannot become recovered. 
you know, one day at a time. And that image, it's like, it's because when I'm clinging to something, I am literally glued to it. And that thing, that thing that's not helpful is moving, you know, dead east. And I, in recovery, want to be going dead west. But if I'm glued to the thing that's moving in the opposite direction of the direction that I want to be going, then there's no way, there's no way that I'm either going to be able to move in the direction that I want to go, or it's literally going to kill me because it will split me apart. (laughs) You know, and that's, I know with my, with my food, it was me wanting to um, eat whatever I want, but have the body that I wanted. And I was literally killing myself with the amount of exercise or then starving myself that I went through to try to somehow make both those things meet. It just, it, it, it just doesn't work. It's, it's a rejection of reality. And whenever we reject reality, guess who wins? <laughs> Not us. All right. Why do you think there are so many different 12-step programs? Because a lot of us do that. That's what we do. We want reality to be different than what it is. We cling, we cling to these false concepts, these false ideas of, of what we, of what we want reality to be. And we don't get to live and move forward in the reality and the beauty of what is. And what we learn in program is that we need to be present because that is where God is. God can only be in, pre- in the present. And I know I've often heard in program that we refer to our thinking as black and white thinking, that we live in the black and the white. We're people of extremes. And again, I can only speak for myself, but I tend to speak in sweeping generalizations. <laughs> which also probably is a common attribute of people, us people in the rooms. Um, But there I go again. (laughs) Um, But, but this black and white thinking, we're, we're supposed to live in the gray, right? And what I tend to do is, is think that, um, that, that I tend to, I tend to live in either the past or the present, sorry, the past or the future. And it's like, actually, I'm just having this thought now, but it's like, that's the black and the white, and I'm supposed to live in the gray. And God is where, God is in the gray. <laughs> All right? I don't, I don't have a perfect image for that, and I would like to, because, you know, usually God is dazzling white. But for, for the purposes of this podcast and the purpose of my brain right now, God is in the gray, <laughs> because that is where the present is. And so we have, we have you know, we can worry about about the future or we can have regrets and ruminations about the past and that's our black and white and that's either end of the spectrum and in the 12 steps we are called to live and walk in the gray and that is where God is. God is in the gray. So maybe that'll be the title of this episode (laughs) but I like it because we're walking. We're walking through fear. That is the title of, of this excerpt, walking through fear and fear is usually cloudy. Fear is unknown. We can't see very far ahead. It's gray. It's foggy. And so I just had this silly idea that I should start drinking London Fog tea. I think that's what it's called. In a way to like honor living in the gray, like literally. <laughs> not going to start wearing gray. It's not an appealing color on me. Really drowns out my um, pale skin. Okay. <laughs> so anyway to come back to it 
I just think that this image, our disease has this like clingy, graspy quality where it's like, no, you're not going to be okay. You need to do this now, <laughs> you know? And, and, and that's, that's not where my higher power wants me to be. He wants me to have a loose grip on the beauty of the present moment. You know, he wants me to release the past. He wants me to stop reaching for the future and just rest in this present grayness. <laughs> I wish gray was a prettier color. Maybe I can find a nice, you know, actually there's a lot of soothing grays. My bathroom isn't actually soothing gray. So it is possible, but but I'm trying to say, I don't know what I'm trying to say, but I love this and I just love this image. So I don't want to be glued to something that's moving in the direction opposite to which I want to go. I want to walk through fear. I want to walk through fear clinging to my higher power, honestly. I want to be glued to my higher power. Because if I'm glued to him, that is like the one thing that is that we have the 12-step blessing <laughs> to be glued to. Because if I am clinging to my higher power, then I am in the present moment. I am in the gray. I am accepting the goodness that of who I am and where I'm meant to live. And I think that's all a good thing. So, as usual, I kind of get carried away. But I'm really enjoying this. So if this speaks to anybody or if you have your own thoughts, epiphanies, um, you know, interpretations, just takeaways from the reading or a similar reading or it makes you think of something else or you have your own personal recovery story or you're thinking of just thinking about where you are in recovery or you want to share about your journey, you know, reach out to me, email, um, and uh, find me on my website. I'd love to hear from you. God bless you guys. Keep coming back one day at a time. And with that, I pass. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you feel that mindset coaching could help you on your 12-step journey, please feel free to reach out and find me at catholicmindsetcoaching.com. But more than that, it's important to me to give listeners like yourself a place where you do not need to feel alone on your 12-step journey. And for that reason, I've created a Facebook group. It's called Grateful Blessed Mess. And it's a place where listeners can go to add their own commentary on the share for the day in addition to my own. And for us just to have a conversation or start a back and forth where people can find support in their 12-step journey. This is not a replacement for 12-step work. This is something outside of the 12 steps. It is simply something that has a heart for the 12 steps and those who are in it. And so welcome. If you are here, chances are you may also be a bit of a mess. And I hope that you can learn to find some gratitude in the blessings that have come from your messes.